Welcome to Pep Talk, a podcast from the Professional Edge Project. My name is JP Edgington, I'm the head coach and creator of the Professional Edge Project, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about how we can enhance our personal and professional effectiveness, how we can increase our mental resilience, how we can increase our calm, our composure, our confidence, our capacity and our capability, all for the benefit of our professional and our personal lives, since each has an impact on the other. If you like what you hear, I'd love to hear from you. It would be great if you could share it as well. But more importantly, more important than that, if something I cover resonates, then I urge you to take some action off the back of it. Even if it's something small, take some action off the back of it. Information is pointless without application. Thanks in advance. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy days to listen to this, but I really hope that you get some value, you get something that can actually make your lives a bit easier, give you some clarity on your day, give you some more confidence and allow you to go out there and and do what you do best. Let's go. I'm done. I'm out. Those four words signalled my retirement, my withdrawal from the biggest assessment um, I'd ever been on, Um, an assessment that I'd worked intensely for 12 months to get ready for, um, that was three years since the training course, but that I'd wanted this particular qualification that this assessment was for pretty well since I knew it existed. Um, good part of a decade or maybe more. And there I was, day four um, of this assessment, halfway up some mountain. I'd had a really ropey day excuse the pun, it was a mountaineering and climbing assessment, a really ropey day the day before. And I knew that I'd failed that particular day. Didn't mean that I failed the whole assessment. Um, Five-day assessment, knew that I'd deferred on that one, on the day three. Day one went okay. Day two, I think, was all right but I'll come back to that. Um, but when we got to day four, whilst I was able to gather myself in the morning, um, try to get my head in the right place, and, and that lasted for you know a good few hours, essentially my resilience, my capacity, my ability to deliver what I knew, and this is the frustrating thing, was diminished. Largely because of other factors, you know, external factors, things going on um, with work and and so on. Um, Essentially, I was burnt out. And so going into an assessment when you're not in the greatest... um, place when you're not as prepared as you might be arguably is not 
not not the wisest move. But I'd got to the point where this thing, this assessment, um, was looming, and it was a a big energy leak. It needed to be done. I needed to get it out the way. You know, pass, fail, or defer. I just needed to, uh, you know, get it done. And this particular assessment in the outdoor industry, the as was called the Mountaineering Instructor Award, has got um, a little bit of a, a reputation that has been quite tough. Like I say, it's five days um, of of assessment, and and when you're in that environment you get a lot of stories you get a lot of people say oh this was tough that person's this or that assesses that and you get sucked into all of these stories and you start to believe all these various things and you start to focus on various things and obviously you attach different meanings to things um, based often on other people's experiences Um, there's a lot of uncertainty a lot of you know, a degree of fear, um, discomfort, you know, nobody wants to fail, nobody wants to look bad, the ego's kicking in, all sorts of these things, which now when I look back, it's fascinating, fascinating, and I'd love to go back in many ways, do it again, and, um, and see how differently I would approach things. So, one of the frustrating things, for me was that technically I knew that outside of the the bubble of assessment that I could do what I needed to do I could I could you know perform all of the technical skills but my capacity was such that in that bubble under the pressure of assessment and who who creates that pressure it's ourselves which is kind of crazy uh that in that pressure that my capacity my ability to perform didn't uh was left wanting okay and on that day four halfway up this mountain i just ran out of mental energy of, of the ability to concentrate and the thing is you for me i started focusing on what was going wrong i started focusing on the fact that oh, i've deferred i've deferred oh, this isn't good enough what i also thinking oh my god i should be this and the inter- another interesting thing looking back is how the expectations I set of myself, as soon as they didn't get matched, I started beating myself up. Yep, and that started on day two. Okay. Day two was uh, improvised kind of rescue and problem solving, which was as I deemed my day. I love that stuff. Absolutely love that stuff. Um, and therefore I set really high standards. And when I didn't hit the standards I had set, I started beating myself up, started shaking my head, started, you know, my posture changed, my demeanor was changing. And 
um, you know, just silly little things because of, I wasn't hitting my standards. Now, obviously I don't know per se the required standard to pass that particular day. But rather than just going into it and just staying calm, just delivering what I could do, staying in my lane, staying focused, you know, concentrating on delivering in the moment whatever's asked of me, I make sure I understand what's asked and I deliver as best I can. And it is up to the assessor to decide whether it is good or not. But I was wasting a ton of energy, a ton of mental energy, you know, which we're talking real energy, it takes a, a lot of calories to, to, to get the brain to function. I was wasting a ton of energy, um, second guessing you know, or doubting myself, or being annoyed with myself. None of which has any purpose whatsoever. I wasn't able to, if I made a mistake, I wasn't able to process, learn, bin it off, and then get on to the next thing. I was carrying it with me. And the assessor, great assessor, um, actually said, JP, look, <laughs> relax. I've seen, I can't tell you that you've passed or not passed, you know, this particular, but I've seen what I need to see, relax, okay, relax, because you could see that because it wasn't quite bang on, any kind of feedback or comment, I was just taking negatively, I was just kind of like, oh, it's not good enough, it's not good enough, and you know, that I was setting myself up for not having a, a great rest of the week. And it was further compounded by some minor little mistakes on day three. Because I was still reliving day two, unable to reset, move forward, unable to uh, see things clearly or be able to bounce back from um, some little mistakes. Taking a little mistake, staying focused on it, blowing it up, or carrying it around with me, and therefore it was getting in the way of the next thing and the next thing. Marginal losses, yeah, marginal losses. And the amount of mental energy that I took meant day four, like I say, halfway up this mountain, oh, I had no, I was burnt out, I was spent. I had nothing left, no ability to be able to, you know, put any thought into thinking clearly, into, you know, being able to uh, deliver what I knew. And this is the frustrating thing. I knew that I could operate in that environment at the right way, but I didn't have you know, my standard wasn't high enough to be able to operate under assessment. Or, rather, the way I was perceiving things, the, the, the pressures I were, was putting on myself was causing that standard to drop 
was, was having a negative impact on what I knew I could do and therefore that dropped my standard in assessment. Assessment's just assessment, all I have to do is just go and deliver. And there's a number of ways that you can increase your capacity in that environment. One is by more training and, and, and the more you train in a particular aspect, the more comfortable and confident and competent you'll be, the more composed you'll be because you've got more time in the game. But equally, the attitude you have that you bring into an assessment or a stressful, challenging situation, okay, this is where the transferables are, this is where the lessons are, the attitude you have, the perception you have of a certain situation, therefore, will dictate the meanings you attach, that will dictate the feelings you have and the actions you take and so on. And that was what, for me, the, the phrase, I got in my own way. Yeah, I had the technical skills and competencies to be able to do what I needed to do, but it was just the thoughts I was having about the day, the way in which I responded to the things on the day that got in the way. And like I say, yes, if I had trained more, practiced more, then maybe, um, you know, that would have helped, for sure. But equally, I, I knew, and I know, that I knew what I needed to know to pass, okay? Passing, you can have a strong pass, pass is pass, right? You meet the requirements or you don't. But that was the frustrating thing for me. And it's similar when I've worked with people on assessments, when I've assessed other people, and I can see in them that they get in their own way. We start focusing on small mistakes and we're not able to process them, take the lessons from them and move on quickly. We um, don't have that resilience and our capacity and our competence is, is diminished because of, you know, the limiting thoughts the catastrophizing the things, the assumptions, the high standards that we set ourselves um, in those situations. And so, you know, halfway up that mountain, I just decided to, um, yeah, I said, I'll just take it as CPD, I'll just take this as professional development, I'll just bimble along, just teach me some stuff. And at the time, I could have, well, I did kind of point the finger at the person I was with was also not having a great day, you know, and I didn't really like him and, you know, that, that was affecting me. And you go, hold on, I was letting that affect me. Yeah? You hear sometimes people go, oh, you know, I, whenever somebody else is having a bad day, I just pick up on it, you know, I just pick up on other people's and I feed off other people's negative or positive energy and it's like well no you're you're choosing to do that you're allowing yourself to do that then that's what I did there um, and randomly after I uttered those four words I'm done I'm out you know the relief that came the pressure that was released and I could go off and I could you know, I was no longer 
worried about failing, deferring, or whatever, I'd, I'd then accepted that. And that's an interesting thing as well. I'd accepted the fact, you go, okay, that's it. I failed, I'll have to come back, probably do the whole lot again, you know, I immediately went into massive catastrophizing zone. Apologies, just walking near a road. Just assuming that that's it, failed, I'll have to come back and do the whole damn thing. But I accepted that, and so be it. The thing that I was scared of, that I was worried about, in my head, had happened, and all of a sudden, there was no fear anymore, because it was, in my head, uh, that's just what's happened, I've just failed. I went into the Friday, the last day, which was only like a half day, kind of, navigation um, assessment. And because I went in with a, whatever, got nothing to lose, I've already failed, whatever. I went in very relaxed and had a very strong last day. So as it turned out, you know, I got deferred on two of the um, five days and so if you like past the majority of it all i'd have to do is just go away work on a couple aspects and come back and you know do a reassessment on those last two days but what's significant in this situation is i think you had to leave like three or four months before you come back and you go for reassessment I think I went out for a couple of days in that time <laughs> I also did go to America for two weeks ate loads of American food so I went back probably less fit yeah, I'd done a little bit of practice you could argue well that's not the best preparation JP no but equally when I went back the most significant change the most significant development was where I was in my headspace, in my head game. I, the thing I feared, failing, looking bad, you know, the built up expectation that, that I had put, that I was carrying other people's expectation, you know, all those people, oh, you'll be fine, mate, you'll be fine, yeah, you'll cruise it, you'll do really well those kind of comments based on well-wishing based on their perception and then you carry these expectations oh, these other people think I'm going to do really well all of this baggage that we carry around with us um, in such situations all of that is gone all of that is gone so I could just go in I knew what failure felt like I knew what how the process was going to be. I knew what was required. I knew how the assessment process was going to be. And I went in with a very, very different attitude. My skill set was probably a little bit um, better. My fitness was certainly lower. But what was different was my attitude. I didn't go in there and I wasn't going to get in my own way. I went in there purely to deliver what I knew.
I went in with the approach of, okay, I'm going to go in. I'm just going to show what I know. If it's good enough, great. If it's not, then they'll tell me what I need to work on and I'll go away and work on that. If I fail, it's okay because there'll be learning. There'll be benefits to not passing the exception. If I pass one day, that's great. I'm that much closer. And as it was, I went back, like I say, three and a bit months later. Um, and the teaching day went really well. You know, I was in a very, I think I, I know I'm repeating myself, in a very different place mentally and that was the key and that the interesting thing is we can get ourselves into that different place mentally very easily if you know how and I've helped people do so on courses um, assessment preparation courses since and the second day I needed to go back which was always going to be the tougher days it's a part of the, the qualification I, I didn't particularly like there's a thing in itself um, that was tougher and difficult because it was a slightly different format to what I was expecting there we go expectation versus reality again um, but I just went in and went right I'm gonna go in I'm gonna throw in as much effort I'm gonna work my behind off you know and it is what it is I'm going to go and make sure that if I fail, it is due to a lack of skill, not through a lack of, um, or, or, or not if you like, because of my mindset. I am happy to, willing to fail because I do not have the required Skills. My rope work's not good enough. My judgment in the hills is not good enough. Not because, you know, I don't want to fail because, you know, I'm beating myself up. I don't want to fail because I can't get out of my own way, because I can't process failings. And you could argue that that's part and parcel, but I didn't want to fail because I couldn't handle an assessment. I wanted to, I'd be happy to fail because I don't have the required skill set, judgment set, to perform safely in the mountains. And it was a very different way of approaching it. And as it was, like I say, the first day went well, second day was alright. Again, not as, as tight as maybe I'd have liked, but um, there were people with much greater qualification and experience um, who signed me off as being alright enough to pass the second day, I passed the second day and that was job done. But the entire experience did mar for a while the, the gaining of that qualification, which again is purely the meanings that I attached to it, my perception of the situation, which dictated the feelings that I have around the situation and therefore, you know, what I did um, thereon. 
But hopefully just in sharing this, there's a couple of interesting takeaways for you. Um, and for me, it, it, looking back now and, and with things that I've done since, um, helping people get out of their own way, helping people show up at assessment or in stressful, perceived stressful situations, um, in a in a position to be able to be effective, to be at their natural best, to be able to show and deliver what they know without the obstacles and the the, the baggage that we can take with us into these things. Whether it's public speaking, whether it's dealing with difficult events, you know, having tricky one-to-ones with people, having difficult meetings, or whether it's um, I'd say going into an assessment or an exam or such like. Being able to put yourself in a position to be lucky, stacking things in your favour, eliminating marginal losses and, and, and leveraging, uh, leveraging in um, the marginal gains concept. That is, is part and parcel of what I do at the moment. So hopefully this, this little story um I've provided you with uh, a couple of little takeaways um and if it's something that you've got coming up if you've got assessments or if you know people that are struggling with assessments or, or, or preparing for assessments or you're hearing people you know talk or start to buy into what other people are talking about assessments because usually somebody will you know, go, oh, this assessment's a nightmare, or this assessment's this, or this assessment's that, and they'll talk negatively. It's normally because either they've done it and didn't have a great experience, and therefore if somebody else goes and has a good experience, it looks makes them look bad, or they would not go and do it. They're not going to step up for that assessment because they're scared, because they don't want to look bad, because of the fear of failure, the fear of embarrassment the fear of not being good enough. They don't want to step into that assessment. And so, to make themselves feel better, they'll speak bad about the assessment because it takes the focus off of them. So if you've got stuff coming up, you're going to be working towards an assessment, you're going to be working towards something, be very careful who you listen to. And ask yourself, why? Why have they actually got that opinion? Have they actually been on the assessment? Are they just, you know, commenting off of what somebody else says or what what they've heard? And if you can take the use, if there's something useful in that, logically, rationally considered useful that you can take about that assessment, take it. But if it just seems like conjecture and opinion or that perhaps an excuse or there's some fear-based um, you know cause behind their comments yeah be very careful not to get caught up in that because all you're doing is you're adding to your own you know kind of mental baggage that you will then take into an assessment hopefully that's useful um, 
I am working on an assessment preparation course that's going to go online. I might in the um, in January run another interactive live one. Um, we ran two of those. Um, well, one about this time last year, and and one in um, at the early part of this year. Um, so we, what we do is we'll look at working through various things with regard to our assessment preparation with how we show up with staying in control of what's in our control how we can stack things in our favor what we can do when things don't go right staying in our lane um, and it's been really great to hear how people have used these various techniques and applied them in their assessments and they've had a more positive more useful um, experience at assessment as a result so it's in a number of ways it's rewarding to use my experience which wasn't a great one well actually say it wasn't a great one at the time i didn't perceive it to be a great experience but now i can look back and i can take a ton of lessons and i can share those lessons with other people if i hadn't had that experience i wouldn't be able to help other people um, avoid it or have a more positive useful experience or stack things in their favor and either be more likely to pass or fail or defer in a better way you defer because you just don't have the skills rather than having the skills but you just weren't able to display them because the latter is really frustrating hope that's useful uh, it's been a while since i put one of these out lots going on lots happening um, but we're back on it we'll be getting lots of stuff out now um, and if this is useful share it okay if this is something that you can um, uh, you think other people would benefit from share it if you've taken anything from it let me know um, whenever I get comments and stuff it's really really nice to hear and, and, and it feeds and fuels um, really does feed and fuel me so that's nice to know and like I say, if you are keen, if you're like, oh, I'm interested in one of these assessment preparation courses, then um, get in touch. Yep, and I will put you on the list and we'll get one, get one together. Take it easy and I'll speak to you soon.